psalm and a poem, a reading and a reflection and a collect for Saturday the 19th of December. Psalm 146 The refrain, the Lord shall reign forever. The Lord shall reign forever. Alleluia, praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. As long as I have any being, I will sing praises to my God. Put not your trust in princes, nor in any human power, for there is no help in them. When their breath goes forth, they return to the earth. On that day, all their thoughts perish. The Lord shall reign forever. Happy are those who have the God of Jacob for their help, whose hope is in the Lord their God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps his promise for ever, who gives justice to those that suffer wrong and bread to those who hunger. The Lord shall reign for ever. The Lord looses those that abound. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the stranger in the land. He upholds the orphan and widow. But the way of the wicked he turns upside down. The Lord shall reign forever. Your God, O Zion, throughout all generations. The Lord shall reign forever. Lord of all, our breath and being come from you. Yet our earthly end is dust. As you loose the bound and feed the hungry... So bring us in through your mercy through the gate and gate, grave and gate of death to the feast of eternal life, where you reign for evermore. Amen. A poem in response to Psalm 146 by Malcolm Guite. I have been found. I kneel down and look up with all the fallen whom your hand upholds. Morning by morning you renew my hope. For as you draw me from the gentle folds of sleep, you'll draw me from the snares of death. I'll live to praise the one whose love upholds the universe from end to end. Each breath is praise, and when at last my soul goes forth on my last breath, you'll bring me up from death and into life with you. As on this earth you loose us from our prisons and defend the stranger and the fatherless in dearth, you feed the hungry, and in darkness send your light to heal our blindness. Even so, we'll know you as our King, world without end. For the reading, the book of Jude, the epistle of Jude. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James. To those who are called, who are beloved in God the Father and kept safe for Jesus Christ, may mercy, peace and love be yours in abundance. Beloved, while eagerly preparing to write to you about the salvation we share, I find it necessary to write and appeal to you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. For certain intruders have stolen in among you, people who long ago were designated for this condemnation as ungodly, who pervert the grace of God into licentiousness, and to deny our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Now, I desire to remind you, though you are fully informed, 
that the Lord who once for all saved a people out of the land of Egypt afterwards destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels who did not keep their own position but left their proper dwelling he has kept in eternal chains in deepest darkness for the judgment of the great day. Likewise, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which in the same manner as they indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural love, lust, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Yet in the same way these dreamers also defile the flesh, reject authority and slander the glorious ones. But when the archangel Michael contended with the devil and disputed about the body of Moses, he did not dare to bring a condemnation of slander against him, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these people slander whatever they do not understand, and they are destroyed by those things that, like irrational animals, they know by instinct. Woe to them, for they go the way of Cain, and abandon themselves to to Balaam's error for the sake of gain, and perish in Korah's rebellion. These are blemishes on your love feasts, while they feast with you without fear, feeding themselves. They are waterless clouds, carried along by the winds, autumn trees without fruit, twice dead, uprooted, wild waves of the sea casting up the foam of their own shame, wandering stars for whom the deepest darkness has been reserved for ever. It was also about these that Enoch, in the seventh generation of Madam, prophesied, saying, See, the Lord is coming with tens of thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict everyone of all the good deeds of ungodliness, all the deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are grumblers and malcontents. They indulge their own lusts. They are bombastic in speech, flattering people to their own advantage. But you, beloved must remember the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. For they said to you, In the last time there will be scoffers indulging their own ungodly lusts. It is these worldly people, devoid of the Spirit, who are causing divisions. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Pray in the Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Look forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life and have mercy on some who are wavering. Save others by snatching them out of the fire, and have mercy on still others with fear, hating even the tunic defiled by their bodies. Now to him who is able to keep you from falling, and to make you stand without blemish in the presence of his glory with rejoicing, to the only God our Saviour, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, power and authority, before all time, and now, and for ever. Amen. A reflection on the Epistle of Jude. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. The letter of Jude stands out among the books of the New Testament. It is steeped in the Jewish literature we call the Pseudepigraphia, books often apocalyptic that didn't make it into the Old Testament. Jude's letter itself is apocalyptic in tone, with scenes that would not look out of place in a Marvel Studios blockbuster. Jude also offers a magnificent line in denunciation. Waterless clouds, autumn trees, wild waves, wandering stars. All that bleakness, however, all those warnings, 
featuring the end rather like Paul writing in the opening chapters of Romans, where he paints a darker and darker picture so that the message of grace may shine all the brighter. In that way, Jude goes on to urge his readers to have mercy and to seek salvation for those whose fate might otherwise have looked rather grim from the first half of the letter. In urging that, however, he is sober, adding a note of caution. Reaching out to those who are on dangerous paths can be quite dangerous itself. That endeavour is to rest upon the foundation of faith, or rather, the faith, described here as your most holy faith, and as the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. That is the foundation. The message of that faith, for all the fierce language early on, comes round to a message of mercy and of saving those we can, with a caveat about it not being a light matter. The reflection was by Andrew Davison, taken from Reflections for Daily Prayer. collect for this week. God for whom we watch and wait. You sent John the Baptist to prepare the way of your son. Give us courage to speak the truth, to hunger for justice and to suffer for the cause of right. With Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.